Okay, let me get my mug up there. There we go. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Art of Relationship show, everybody. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Everybody is doing awesome, okay? <clears throat> now, how often have you heard me talk about expectations in a relationship, okay? And a lot of people, you know what, I might overdo it a little bit. I might talk too much about it. But is there such a thing as talking about too much about what you want in a relationship or in a marriage <coughs> and, excuse me, <coughs> allergies uh, kicking up a little bit, so I apologize. Um, looking at those aspects, you know, what is important to you and, you know what, do you ever explore what do you want in a relationship, what do you want in a marriage and not only these aspects, but what type of partner do you want? And I've talked about this numerous times, but I'm going to talk about it again today with a little bit of a twist, okay? And as always, you can chime in below, share your answers, uh, questions, any insights you have. Please throw them my way and I'll try to get to them uh, down below. So throw out um, in the discussion down below. Um, any insights, anything you have as far as what do you look for in a relationship. Not only that, a lot of people have expectations, you know, what they want, what's important to them, but not only that, you know what, do you share it with your partner? And that's where people talk about communicating. You know, I never knew you wanted this. I never knew it was that important. And, uh, you know, a couple I saw, you know, this morning, you know, looking at, you know what, just tell me and teach me. And that's why I said, are you able to teach your partner what you want, how you want to be loved, and, you know, what way? How do you want to be desired? What works for you? And what would it take to feel more connected in your relationship and about these expectations? Do you want a relationship or a marriage where people, you know what, have that silence, but not only the silence, the deadening silence, if you will, but it's about that comfort level in the relationship, in the marriage, about, you know, you can have that comfortable silence where you don't have, you can be next to each other, you can have your legs wrapped around each other, laying on each other, <coughs> holding hands in bed, watching a movie together, don't have to say anything, but you're comfortable with each other. It's not like, oh my God, I'm bored. It's like, you know what, oh my God, what do we talk about? It's not about that. It's about the comfortable silence. Some people have a hard time understanding that comfort level um, in a relationship where you might not have to talk about anything. And I'm all about communication. I'm all about talking with one another and trying to work out issues and trying to be on the same page and communicating um, common courtesy issues, okay, and mutual respect aspects. If something you're not feeling, I want to be able to communicate it, but also looking at are you able to have that comfortable silence in a relationship? Have you ever been there? And you know what? Maybe you are one of those people that, you know what, if there is silence, oh my God, you panic and you freak out that something is wrong in a relationship. And what would it take to get to that level where you are comfortable, you're at ease and at peace where you don't have to talk about anything? You can just be have a day where, you know, there's silence, not that much talk going on, and be okay with that. And you know in your heart, you know in your gut that everything is okay. 
you both feel loved, you both feel respected, you both know and feel that you're desired, you just, eh, whatever. It's a lax time, okay? Um, some people that have maybe, how can I say this, you know what, that their self-esteem might be a little shattered, if you will, that might be not at a healthy level where they want it to be, they're insecure. Oh, my God, if they don't talk to me, something is wrong. Oh, you're not talking. You're silent. That that means there has to be something wrong. Not at all, okay? It just means I'm not in the mood to talk. No big deal. Everything's chill. Everything's fine. Just eh, want to chill out. Don't want to talk. That can happen. Now, if it happens all the time and there's no communication about, you know, what goes on in the relationship or in the marriage, and it could be finances, it could be sex, it could be expectations about going on vacation, that type of aspect, absolutely. You know, there's a definite um, problem if there's no communication at all or a, a lack of communicating about the important aspects of your marriage or of relationship, okay? But do you look at what your expectation and would you be able to be okay or get to a point in your relationship where you have that comfortable silence that goes on in a relationship? So this episode, you know, sort of puts a twist on expectations in a relationship, but also what do you want in a relationship um, that, you know what, if there is an issue, do you want to know about it? Are you the type of individual that looks at, if there's a problem with the relationship, I don't want it. You sort of bury your head in the sand or like, you know, the ostrich in the sand type of aspect where you are able to, you run away from it. What would it take for you to have the relationship, marriage, to where you know if there's an issue, you both are going to know about it. And I'm not talking, you right? Yeah, Greg's giving us permission to yell and scream at each other. No, not at all. To be able to talk about it and know you know what, that you will be able to bring forth an issue in your relationship or marriage. Is that something that you would like to go after? Is that the type of a relationship that you would want for you? And are you able to talk about that and communicate? You might know it up here. You might think it. You might want it in your heart and your soul. But does your partner know it? And what would it take to be on that same page? That, you know what, this is important to, say, my lady... And I want to make sure I can do, you know, what I can to make it happen. Again, it's not about selling your values, your morals, or what's important to you out. Not at all. It's about, you know what, having a relationship and the expectation that you are both going to work together and both try to learn and grow together while at the same time holding on to your individuality and holding on to your own identity, right? It's that Venn diagram out there, you know, that I use often, you know, the circle type of thing, you know, <clears throat> overlapping. You don't want, you know, most of your relationship to be that you're both individual and there's very, very little of relationship aspects unless that works for you. You know what? You want that healthy balance. And when you're looking at expectations, what type of balances do you want in a relationship? How do you want your relationship to roll? I get, you know, I talk, you know, on a daily basis about how important it is to feel, you know, like you're a priority, to feel loved, to feel desired, to feel respected, big time, right? Um, to feel appreciated. Those things are pretty much important in any type of relationship, and it could be a friend relationship, familial relationship, you get me? 
um, those are crucial. But what does that look like to you, and how do you want those expressed or presented to you? If there's an issue in your relationship, you know what? What does your relationship to look like? Um, presenting that to each other. How would you like your partner to talk to you? If there's an issue, do you want to get yelled at, screamed at? Oh my God, pull your head out of your ass, that type of thing. No, I don't go for that. But you know what? How would you like that presented to you? If there is an issue in a relationship, some people don't want to hear it. I mentioned that a minute ago. Some people what want to Oh, everything's hunky-dory, just fine. You know what? We're going to bury our heads in the sand. I don't want to hear that you have a problem with me. Oh, my God. Or, let's face it, you know what? I don't want to hear I have a problem with me, but I'm going to tell you all the issues I have with you. That's not a healthy balance in a relationship, okay? So these are all the precursors to explore, to look at as far as what your expectations are in a relationship and look at what type of relationship you want and you know what? What it's going to take to go there. Can you, you know what? Be confident in yourself. Can you be humble in yourself and look at what issues you cause in your relationship and what you can take to, you know what? Get back on track what you both want, okay? It's not about being selfish, but it's not about being a doormat either. It's about the mutual respect the mutual common courtesy for one another and looking at the expectations, how you want to present. Everybody talks about expectations in a relationship, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, we want to have, you know, live here. We want to have X amount of kids. We want to be able to, you know, take a vacation, go here, you know, celebrate holidays together. All those expectations, the fun stuff, right? Well, for some people, <laughs> okay, <clears throat> they might be uh, stressful for a lot of people, but but not only that, when there is a rough spot, nobody wants to talk about them, right? No one wants to look at or explore. You know what? If we run into this challenge, how are we going to handle it? If we disagree on something, how are you going to handle it? You know what? It's not looking at, you know, through everybody talks about the sunshine, the rainbows, the unicorns, the rose-colored glasses, if you will. It's about looking, how do you want your relationship to be if there's problems, Everybody, a lot of people don't talk about it, right? Oh, we'll handle it. I hear it on a daily basis. Oh, we thought we'd handle it if they ever came up, Greg. We'd work together. Really? What if you have opposing viewpoints, opposing instincts, opposing, you know, opinions about how you want to handle stuff, right? Or if you disagree on parenting, disagree how money is handled, you disagree about disagreeing. How is it going to be handled? How do you work on those issues? And that's what this episode is about. You know what? How do you want your relationship or how do you want your marriage if there's a problem in it? How do you want to handle it? What are your expectations to deal with the issue so they don't, you know, they don't start here and all of a sudden they build and build and blow up? You get me? They, they might be a little issue and it doesn't turn into a big issue or you know what you have a bunch of which is very common you have a bunch of little issues that can be handled smoothed out no big deal but you don't talk about them you don't deal with them or you ignore them or you turn them into a little issue turns into a big issue and you have a bunch of little issues that explode in a, a big big issues that can destroy your relationship or marriage I don't want that for you but you know what if we have an issue in the marriage 
what do we do to correct it? What do we do to get back on track to still feel connected, to still feel respected and loved that we just might disagree on those issues? A lot of couples don't investigate. They don't explore. They don't talk about, you know what, if we have issues. No one wants to have issues. I don't want to have issues. Who, you know, let's face it, does anybody, oh, I can't wait to have a problem in my relationship. I can't, you know, I can't wait to get married so I can get divorced. I don't know anybody that, you know what, in that situation other than maybe people that are gold diggers and using people. I'm, I'm not into that. But most people don't go into a relationship or marriage. Oh my God, I can't wait till we have problems. Woohoo! No, they look at it through those rose-colored glasses that everything's going to be peachy. Everything's going to be great and terrific. Yeah, we'll have little issues. You know what? They pretend up here, oh, little issues, no big deal, right? But when they happen, a lot of people panic. A lot of people, you know, freak out. I don't want that. The anxiety just kicks up, whatever. I want you to be able to look at, you know what, what can we do if we have an issue? Would it be easier to maybe write it down? email somebody. I'm all about talking face-to-face -face about problems, big time. I'm all about the human interaction, the human communication, that you can see the remorse and guilt in each other's eyes, that you can see that the person cares, that maybe they hurt you, they didn't mean to disrespect you. It's very difficult to hear that or see that through a text message, through an email. You get me? So I'm all about the one-on-one -on -one the personal conversation, right? Do you have expectations of if there is an issue that you're not going to air it out in social media? Let's face it, right? <clears throat> you know, I'm doing the live show on social media on Facebook now, um, but how many people airs their dirty laundry out on Facebook? Do you have, do you want a relationship where you air your problems out in social media? Do you want the type of relationship where you talk about and you throw each other under the bus to your friends, to your family member, to social media, to the general public, right? What happens if you are in at a wedding, if you're at church, if you're at a, one of your kids, um, let's say, ceremonies or school event, sporting events, oh my God, right? And you disagree. Are you going to have the respect for one another, the respect for your family, respect for the relationship or marriage to not air your stuff out and start arguing and, you know, yelling at each other in public, right? No, it's not cool. It's, you know, not classy. It's not mature, whatever you want to talk about. But you can talk about it in private, that if there's an issue, you're not going to talk about it, you know, all about in front of the kids all the time and bring them into your issues. No that you can have the expectation or you want the relationship where you can talk about it and you have that mutual respect for one another to handle it in private, okay? These are things I want you to be able to talk about. And everybody has different, um, you know, emotional maturity levels, emotional intelligence levels. Everybody handles things, you know, might have anxiety, depression, um, that might get more defensive with each other. It's about working on those things and having that mutual respect to understand it and not use it as an excuse. Well, you know how I get when I get upset and I can't control it and you're in public and you get you know, demoralized because you can't control your how you feel. You can't control the expressions, I should say, of how you feel. So you explode, you rip your partner apart. I don't wanna hear the excuses or hear the reasons. But can you work on those aspects? I'm not saying it's easy, but can you own that, not use it as excuses and have that 
respect factor. So look at, you know what, how do you handle disagreements? How are you able to, you know what, handle disappointments in your relationship? What type of relationship or how do you want your relationship to go when there is disappointment? So talk to each other, okay? I get it. Nobody wants to talk about bad things. We all want to talk about good things. Maybe other than the news, right? The news, the media loves glorifying bad stuff, horrific, traumatizing stuff in the world. No one wants to talk about it. But a lot of people, they don't talk about it. Then when they happen, they don't know what to do. And it creates more issues. It creates more arguments. You start calling each other out your names. You start getting in tit for tat. Or, let's face it, divorce papers are filed. I'm breaking up. So one of you goes out because of how you feel, goes out and cheats because you don't know how to handle disappointment in your relationship. You don't know how to handle, you know what, if something goes sideways. I want you to be able to talk about it and what can we do. Not about being perfect, not at all. Don't put that pressure on you, okay? But at least having somewhat of a guideline or expectations about how do you want your relationship to go when things go sideways. How do you want to reach for each other? How do you, if you don't feel you're working a lot of hours and the other one feels lonely, how do you want to talk about that or does it come out in anger? Oh my God, you don't care, you don't love me, you, you understand where I'm going with this, right? So talk about if things go sideways. Not that you want them to, not at all, but at least trying to have somewhat of a game plan about when things do go sideways, how you can handle it, okay? And as always, <clears throat> you know what? Share the episode for a chance to win um, one of my t-shirts. It has love intentionally on it, and on the back it has stop hate, and, or you get a chance to win my book, same one that's available on Amazon.com, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. It's an enhanced edition. Um, I had winners last week. Um, I'm still waiting for them to private message me so they get their choice of a t-shirt or my book, okay? Um, and unfortunately, I don't have those with uh, with me right now to show. Um, they're at a, probably on a table in my office, so I apologize. And, um, again, talk about the best bad stuff in the relationship yeah I almost saw <laughs> talk about um, how you want to handle things if they do go sideways if issues come around how do you want to be able to communicate those talk about them and be respectful and have common courtesy for each other and still care about what each other feels big difference right that you still want to feel loved and you still want to feel respected in your relationship or marriage, especially if things go sideways. A lot of people don't want to talk about them, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to end up getting in trouble when they come because you're not going to know how to handle them, and a lot of people are going to panic. A lot of people get anxious. Let's face it, it's not fun. I get it. But I'm trying to help you avoid that stuff, okay? Or, you know what? If problems do arise, life happens. We all know this, right? We can't predict a lot of things, but at least having a game plan if something does happen how are you going to handle it how do you want to handle it and it's going to make your relationship and marriage a lot better and it's going to turn a bad situation you know what it's going to instead of let's say a bad situation comes up it's not going to make it disastrous or horrific that you two can work as a team and be partners okay so how do you want your relationship to be if problems arise start talking to one another okay 
Thanks so much for paying attention. Next episode will be this Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time. The Art of Relationship show is live, okay? Take care, everybody. Peace and love as always. Everybody take care. Have a great Tuesday. Les dejo un secreto. Cuando la salsa picante del Spicy Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's cae en el wrapper, se convierte en un dip para tus papitas. Esas papitas y refresco mediano que te llevas gratis al comprar cualquiera de los Crispy Chicken Sandwiches de McDonald's por el app. Crujiente, tiernito y jugoso. Es pollo a la McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa pa pa. Válido del 28 de febrero al 3 de abril del 2022. Solo en McDonald's participantes de Estados Unidos. Válido una vez por semana. Se requiere descarga y registro de la aplicación de McDonald's.